You're listening to Spin Now on Spin Southwest and we are almost out of time on this morning's spooky special. Now, so far on the show, we have spoken with a paranormal investigator. Ghostbusters eat your heart out. This lady goes around the country searching for ghosts. I know, it doesn't get more Halloween-y than that. We've also spoken to the lovely Dingle Druid who is living and celebrating everything about the natural pagan traditions on the Irish calendar. And uh, she gave us some great tips as to how we can celebrate Iha Halna or Sao or Halloween this weekend as well. Now, to wrap up the show nicely, I think that uh, it wouldn't quite be Halloween weekend if we didn't talk magic. And who better to speak all about magic to than Keith Barry, the world's leading TV hypnotist. He is a mentalist. He is a brain hacker. He's also a magician and he's Irish. So we kind of love that. Keith Barry, you are most welcome to Spin Now and thank you so much for joining our spooky special. Yeah, thanks for having me, Louise. How are you? Very well. Listen, we, we want to get stuck in and talk all about Halloween. But before we do that, I've got to congratulate you on adding an extra date to your tour, your Irish tour. You're spending now two nights in the three Olympia. And uh, apparently there's phenomenal demand for tickets. And I'm not at all surprised. Yes, yeah, amazing, actually, to be able to put a second show on sale this early. And, you know, we've got two dates on sale there in Cork as well. And there could be a third one coming. You never know. Um, so, yeah, look, really excited just to get back on the road again. It's been a long time since certainly I've been on a stage and the tour starts on January 1st. And it's called Reconnected because I'm going to reconnect people, not just physically or emotionally, but subconsciously. And I've got a crazy routine at the very outset to demonstrate just that, you know. Brilliant. I love that. Now, I feel like uh, the nightclubs might be beating you a small bit to the reconnection. There'll be plenty of people reconnecting over the next <laughs> few weekends, maybe physically. But uh, this is a magical, mystical, emotional journey, I believe. And uh, there's a little bit of mind reading, lots of audience participation, what, which you always love in your um, in your performances and a lot of laughter as well. Yeah, like at the very outset, I've come up with a routine that I think this is going to be a first ever in the world, believe it or not, where I'm going to teach half of the audience in 30 seconds how to hack into the other half of the audience's minds. So in other words, you, the people who come, will learn how to hack brains for the first time ever. So that's going to be a real freaky way to open up the whole show. And then at the end of the show, when you mentioned it's emotional, there's going to be a, a routine, a demonstration whereby people will reconnect so much on a, such a deep level, they're actually going to just have a release of tears. Like the whole audience is going to be bawling, crying at the end of this show. So, you know, it's a very strange show, a very bizarre show. And with it being Halloween, I can talk about a little bit of the show. So it's only a small portion of the show where I will be contacting the dead. Now, a lot of people will be worried about that. They'll be like, oh my God, Keith has said in the past that I don't believe in psychics and all the rest. And it's actually very true. Um, so in out of context, it looks like I'm doing what the psychics are doing. But actually, Louise, I'm going to tell everybody here on your radio show that it's fake, that I'm not really contacting the dead, but then I'm going to do it anyway, which is a strange thing to say. Very strange, but I'm kind of intrigued, Keith, because I feel like I've been on a little bit of a whirlwind journey this morning across the last two hours, speaking to all of those different guests I mentioned. And like, you know what I love about the dead? Sorry now, it sounds so morbid, but it's that unknown, isn't it? And I'd imagine for in your line of work, the unknown is how you make your bread and butter. Like that's what you explore that intrigues everybody. So like there is such a massive part of our world and our life that we actually know nothing about. Yeah, like I'm fascinated by the subconscious mind. I'm fascinated by the afterlife or the lack of afterlife, maybe. Um, you know, for me, I think the one definitive way that you know somebody's dead is that they don't talk back. 
So, um, so I love trying to contact the other side. So like when everybody else is out trick or treating tomorrow night, I'll have the Ouija board out with a sup of whiskey and I'll be, uh, I'll be playing with the yeah. Ouija board. And the, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Ouija boards. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize they're actually a kid's toy. That's how they started off. Um, and then, of course, the spiritualists shortly after that started to use them to uh, contact or apparently contact the other side. So, yeah, I'll be messing around with my Ouija board tomorrow night with Alistair Crowley, the wickedest man in the world, with his book looking over my shoulder. So I love all that kind of stuff. Um, and the question I always pose to people is, is it your own subconscious mind giving you the answers or are you really contacting the dead? And that's kind of where the routine and reconnected is born from, because I'll invite people to contact the other side. But I am telling them it's fake. So do it in the knowledge that uh, I'm doing it to show you that if you do go to a psychic that, you know, perhaps they're using the similar techniques to myself, shall we say, to apparently make it look like they're contacting the other side. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? The power of somebody's mental brain, like what's going on, the neuroscience inside in your brain. Like a little earlier on the show, we spoke about um, ghosts, okay? And I know I'd be I'd be of the similar um, belief. I, I don't really believe in ghosts. I don't think they're real. I don't think there's an afterlife as such. Within paranormal investigators, they say that 90% of the time you need a plumber, not a priest. So like so much of it, we actually conjure up in our own brains, don't we? Like even with the Ouija board, I'd imagine like that's all going on in your head really, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's a thing called the idiomotor response. So the idiomotor response is really whereby every thought that we have translates into a physical reaction and those minute physical reactions those tiny microscopic physical reactions are what's known as the idiomotor response and that is what is responsible for perhaps glasses moving around ouija boards and things like that and i'm fascinated by all this kind of stuff um, and i show all of these different techniques in my own work uh, but ultimately look I think it's time though for us all to just take a step back for a minute and actually remember what it was like, like to like roar laughing. So, you know, in the Reconnected show, everybody's going to be literally bursting their heads off, laughing their heads off so hard. Uh, and then there will be serious, crazy moments as well. But when it comes to um, ghosts and stuff like that, like you mentioned, you're, you're not too sure, maybe you don't believe, but here's a crazy thing that happened to me. That's unexplained. I can't explain it. Um, I remember one time years and years ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was bawling, crying. It's never happened to me before, never happened to me since. I was crying in my sleep and I woke up and I sat up in the bed and I went, oh, Gaga is dead and Gaga, that's what I called him all the way up to my early 20s and Gaga was my one of my grandfathers and he'd been in hospital for a while and uh, and I realized there in the bed bawling crying that he had died and I went back to sleep and then the next morning my mother came in crying and I, I just looked at her and went I know he died at 3.03 a.m. last night and she freaked out and I was like she was like how did you know and I said I just knew so that to me is completely unexplained like me uh, with all the knowledge that I have I'm not going to lie to your listeners I have no explanation for that but now I do like in my own scientific brain put it down to ah oh, it's just probably a coincidence right so I try to make sense of it but I don't have all the answers either and I'm not I'm never here to preach either for me uh I'm just fascinated by it all and I love it all too you know can I ask you did it terrify you or did you do you now find comfort in that it didn't terrify me and I don't find comfort in it if I'm being purely honest with you. I literally just woke up uh, and it was just like a, a real sense of acceptance that he died in that moment. I, like I, I realized that somehow emotionally in my sleep, I had somehow, I don't know how, figured out that he died, I guess, in my sleep. And then uh, and I just went back, I went straight back to sleep, woke up the next morning 
and as I said, mentioned it to my mother, but like, I don't necessarily take comfort in it because I'm not one to believe in the afterlife personally. And that's just a personal uh, opinion. Um, and, and look, everybody has their own opinions. Like in, uh, in my TV show one time, I froze myself in a ton of ice for 47 minutes and brought myself uh, to an out of body experience to try and contact the afterlife. So that was wacky wild thing that I did years ago, which I actually ended up with kidney damage for about a month and a half after that. Uh, but luckily they recuperated. Um, so yeah, like for me, I don't necessarily take comfort from it because I'm still not uh, so sure that there is an afterlife. But look, none of us know. That's the true answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And I think something I love about this time of the year and in particular this weekend is we go back to our real Irish roots and we talk about things like ghosts and stories like that because everyone has had their own experience. And I think we do storytelling so well in Ireland. It's lovely to share stories and to chat a little bit about mad things that have happened as well, in particular this weekend. Keith, I've got an important question for you, right? Because I know that tuning us in this morning across the Southwest, there are going to be a lot of young people who are getting themselves set this weekend to head out trick-or-treating. Maybe they're having Halloween parties. Stranger Things was a series I'm sure you've watched that did very well on Netflix over the last few years. And maybe they're trying to, you know, get in touch with the magical side of things this weekend. So for any up-and-coming aspiring musicians, <laughs> magicians even, um, what advice do you have for them this Halloween weekend? How can they How can they have a really spooky one? Well, look, if you want a really spooky one and you want to really go for it, write out the alphabet on a piece of paper in a circle, grab a glass, stick your two fingers on it, and then just ask the question that we all want to know. Is there anybody out there? And do that in the dark. And if that glass starts to move and you don't think you're moving it, I'll tell you what, that's one way to freak yourself out. Another way is a pendulum, by the way. So this is a good one for people to try. So a pendulum is very easy to make. You just grab a a piece of string or perhaps a chain if you wear a chain and hang a little weight from it. So uh, it can be a ring, it can be a shoe if you want to do, but like just basically a, a piece of weight from that string and hold that string in your hand. So hold it so it's perfectly steady and keep your hand really steady and then stare at the pendulum and then just ask again, is there anybody out there on the other side? Are you there? And watch that pendulum. And if that pendulum starts to swing, I'm telling you now, I've done it in my live shows, people lose their minds. So there are two good ways to try and contact the other side. And then finally, Louise, if you want to just learn some simple brain hacks, some simple tricks, and you want to make it look like you're a brain hacker, don't forget my book is on sale now also, Brain Hacks. It's in all of the stores nationwide and uh, it's a self-help book. So it's more to do with how to hack your subconscious brain and magnify the positive in your life and shrink down the negative. But there are five tricks in there as well that people can learn to make it look like that they're a professional brain hacker. Unbelievable. Well, look, thank you so much, Keith, for taking the time to chat with us. We are absolutely delighted to have the world's leading TV hypnotist wrapping up the show your brand new tour it's going nationwide this January and February and there are still tickets available ticketmaster.ie for more if you would like to get yourself a ticket to reconnect it there has also been an extra date added to the Three Olympia Theatre show as well due to demand so check that out online now Keith Barry what a pleasure I think all I've left to say to you is happy Halloween Samhain Hanna happy Halloween thanks a man Right, that is it. That is our lot. We are all out of time on our spooky special this Halloween Eve. Thank you so much for tuning us in. And I do hope that you and yours have the spookiest of Halloweens tomorrow, whatever it is you decide to get up to. Do make sure 
that you eat all of the chocolate and all of the sweets. Thanks to everyone for tuning in and of course to our wonderful guests, Ghost Hunter and Massey. We had some light relief in the form of Limerick Band Raging Suns. Let's not forget the Dingle Druid who joined us all the way from the rugged west coast of Kerry and of course leading TV hypnotist, mentalist and brain hacker Keith Barry wrapping up the show to Katie on production and to all of you. Have a great one by Mirash Arish. Leshen Khorthis Moanair and Majin Amorachig and they but until then, Big Ma. Sloan.